When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. experience this is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little bit of everything you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think all right let's get right to it all right well the gang is back together and boy what a big story to bring jeff goodman back to the table along with bob ryan gary tangway and welcome to the ryan goodman tangway along for the ride podcast we are powered by bet online Bet Online continues to be the number one source for all your betting and sports information needs. Okay, gentlemen, this is pretty much a one-topic day. Uh, Jeff is back on the ground. I'm going to start with you. Uh, here it is. It's Durant, Smart, and Picks is what we're hearing out there for – I mean, uh, not Durant, excuse me. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Picks for Kevin Durant. Uh, just your thoughts. Is this a reality? What are you hearing? You know, I, I think certainly it's something that, that has been explored from both sides, right? I mean, Sean Marks is trying to uh, acquiesce to Kevin Durant's demands, but I think he's trying to slow play too, hoping that he can keep Kevin Durant there with Kyrie and Ben Simmons and see what happens. Um, Brad Stevens holds the cards, right? Uh, nobody else has what the Celtics have, which is a all-star caliber player, young player in Jalen Brown, plus picks, plus other parts, and, you know, we've heard that Derek White uh, was on the table with Jalen Brown and picks. That wasn't enough for Sean Marks. So Brad Stevens isn't going the Marcus Smart route yet. And I don't think he has to. Now, my, my take on this one, and I don't know where you stand on this, Robert, but I go back and forth every 10 minutes, whether I would do this trade. <laughs> and you guys know how I feel about Jalen Brown. Like, I'm not the biggest Jalen Brown fan. He's gotten a lot better. This isn't about Jalen Brown to me. This is about trusting this version, this what will be 4.0 version of Kevin Durant in Boston. Do I trust it enough to trade a guy in Jalen Brown that I think is a really, really good player, not a superstar, but that next-tier player for not only 34 and, and injured I get all that with Kevin Durant. I'm more worried, Bob, about this Kevin Durant and his mental state and his emotional state. And I, I don't know. I just – I don't trust him like I used to trust him. Is that fair? With very good reason. Uh, I, 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 I agree about that aspect of it. Uh, 
I think that we look, we, we know that in terms of mental states and unpredictability and volatility and all that Kyrie is in a, is in a world of his own. <laughs> I know really, all, I'm trying to avoid hyperbole here. I, I, for, I'm sure, you know, that we have never encountered a, a, a package of talent and unreliability of this nature type of unreliability because of his unfathomable, you know, persona. Okay. Now Durant is nothing like that, but he is not what he once was. Right. And, and, the scar he 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 has never in my no I'm I'm playing you know galaxy of far away armchair psychology he's never gotten over the criticism he received for going to Golden State agree and, and it changed his relationship in his mind with the public with the with the basketball fans and it's been made him a, a much more defensive wary and 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 you know just uh dis- not disagreeable but you know contrary person uh in, in general. And I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, I don't, I, I, you have to be careful what you're getting. He, he's, can't he's you not, believe you're saying this? Like, can't you, be, like, isn't it crazy that you're saying right now that you wouldn't trade Jalen Brown <clears throat> for Kevin Durant? Like, well, I mean, it's not just the one-on-one, but it, plus, plus the fact. Yeah, but it's the one-on-one. It is, Bob. <laughs> All right. If, if Kevin Durant was Kevin Durant and he didn't have some of these questions, you would say empty all of it to get him and Jason Tatum together. And now you, oh, by the way, you've got Malcolm Brogdon, even if you trade smart. This is what, this is right. right. You do have Brogdon, which is what definitely it makes in one sense, smart expendable in a way he wasn't, except you're messing up with your depth now, which was the whole point of getting Brogdon and, and Gallinari right. because right. of your, your paucity, your, your lack of production on the well, Derek White's your backup. Then he's your yeah. backup point. Brogdon becomes your starting point guard. And and Derek White is your backup, which he was, and he's he's fine in that role. Guys, let me just throw this. Let me just, Bob. I'm sorry, I want to throw this into the no, conversation. Sorry. I'll let you continue. Like, you know, Jeff said, if if Kevin Durant was Kevin Durant, you would make the deal in a minute, but he wouldn't be available, right? When I mean, Bob, whenever we have situations like this, right? There's 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 a there's a fly in the ointment, <laughs> right? That's yeah. the only so okay, so. That's how it's often sure, guys. There's always not always, but so often. The only reason that certain somebody's available is that there's a negative thing attached to him, and 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 that's the only reason he's available. And we we definitely I think we're going to be in unanimous agreement that he, he's he's a, you have to be careful with him. He's wary. You should be wary of him. Personally. Let me throw let me throw this out at you guys. Um, I had this discussion with my 17 year old son, and <clears throat> we were talking about. You know, he he was really disappointed in the way Tatum played last year, how he disappeared in the playoffs and in the finals. And, you know, I sometimes go old bastard on him, you know, where I go, look, with Magic and with Michael and with Larry, and I'm probably forgetting some players, it was all about the W's. That was it. It was like, I mean, I still think Michael Jordan's the greatest player that ever played. I give him a, a smidge above LeBron because it was the only thing that mattered was the win and the championship. And with this generation of NBA talent, we know that's not the case. There's a lot of other factors that enter into it. Not their fault, though, Gary. Not I'm, no, their fault. I, Jeff, I'm not pointing. No, I'm just, this is an observation. Yep. Correct. Not their fault. No, and they're young. They're so young. But even LeBron. Huh? Even LeBron, even who's LeBron. not young. Look at the world he's had to navigate compared to the world that Michael Jordan needed. No question. Navigate. Completely. Fair different. point. Absolutely. You're yeah. absolutely right. But here's the game changer for me. And Jeff, I'll let you respond first. 
for the first time, Kevin Durant has a chip on his shoulder, and he has something to prove. I mean, is he going to go out the way he went out last year? He has something to prove. And for me, and I hear what you're saying, Jeff. I, you know, I see the upside with, with Brown. But is, is, is the X factor the fact that you have a veteran in Kevin Durant who has something to prove? Is that why you make the deal? Well, listen, and, and again, I'll, I'll flip back to your side right now. Kevin Durant doesn't go out and party. All he wants to do is play ball, work on his game, play video games, and tweet at people. That's it. That's right. it. Like, the, the great thing about Kevin Durant is, again, if he came to Boston, he is all about playing ball, getting better, and winning. I still, and maybe it's unfair, I can't get it out of my mind how he played in that series against the Celtics. For some reason, like, I'm not saying it supersedes everything he's done, because he had a hell of a regular season. I mean, how he played when he was healthy in the regular season, he might have been, again, it was like it was like top-notch version of Kevin Durant in a way. And, and to see him and Tatum together, you talk about like almost carbon copies. They're about as close as it is. Obviously, KD's got a few inches on him, but they're both the the you know, you put them as kind of the the prototype multi-dimensional forward. Both of them. Uh, so I, I hear you. He's got a chip in his shoulder. I hear you about all of it. And, and for me, Bob, it's about the two-year window. Like, I know people talk about Jalen Brown two years from now. What's he going to do? To me, these days in, in pro sports, you're playing for this year and right. maybe a year from now. Right. You have no idea what's going to happen beyond that. So to me, if I'm making this trade, I'm saying, you know what? We're going to have a chance to win it all for the next two years. Well, you're going to have a chance to win it all with or without Kevin Durant in the next two years, aren't you? I think so. That's why I don't I'm By the way, I'll get right to it. I do not want to make this deal. Ooh. And uh, I just do not. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to win with this team. I, th- I like the additions of Brogdon and Gallinari. I think, that, I think it's conceivable that that's enough uh, to, to, to get them with the, where they need to be. And, and uh, um, that. I'm, I, I want to win with these guys. I, I don't need Kevin. I don't need, this is me. I'm speaking as a fan yep. now. As I'm not speaking as a, some, you know, alleged writer. Uh, I'm a, speaking as a fan. Uh, I I want to win with this group. I want to give these yeah. guys the chance. <laughs> I love the way Brown played in the playoffs, <laughs> uh, the finals. Uh, I, I, I like what he brings. I like that tenacity. This I like group's that, better. That this group got better with Brogdon and, and right. Gallo. So they got right. better. We, we don't need him. I don't think we, I mean, I I don't want to do it. I do not want to do it. And you know what? I think I side with you, Bob. Now, again, if it's Jalen, Derek White in a pick, I'm super torn. I don't want to part with Marcus Smart because I think if you trade Jalen and Marcus Smart, you're also getting rid of your two toughest dudes. Oh, you are. You absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we let, okay. Let's let's break this down. Uh, Gary Washburn has a good thing in the Boston Globe today too. I don't know if you guys have to. You guys oh, yeah. are on the same page, I think, with Gary. It's a good. It was either today or yesterday with the internet. I L. I can't remember. I don't know when it, it was. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was a good piece, and, he, and I think that Gary falls in line with what you guys are saying. I totally agree with what he. Yes, he does. Yeah, what he said. What did he said. So, well, well, say? basically, he said that Durant's a great move, but the positives outweigh the negative in keeping Jalen Brown. And the point that Gary made. Uh, is that every summer that Jalen's gotten better, yep. you know, so right. every summer Jalen's gotten better. Like I did, 
first of all, I am a huge Jalen Brown fan as a person and as a basketball player. I think as a person, I'm a huge fan of this guy. I've seen what this guy's done for people who are sick, yep. charity. Yep. I mean, I still think his greatest achievement is going to be in politics when he's done. So I am a Jalen Brown. I mean, I will work on the campaign. Um, but I didn't think he would be this good. You know, no, he, he has. Conti- yeah, I mean, he thought he could do this. Gary. Yeah, nobody thought he could do. He could shoot. I, I mean, yeah. So like, OK, so what's the thing he's got to work on now, Jeff, to me, is the handle. Right. He's got to work on the handle. Hard to work on. That's right, all. But that's say. the I thing. Right? The Every summer we've made. seen something. Now he has to work on the handle. It might be what it is. OK. And even if it is, the one thing I'll say is finally, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown compliment one another. Right, they're passing to each other. They're playing off one another. They're very different players. I think I would rather have that than two guys that I don't want to say completely duplicate one another, but are similar. Are similar, and the chemistry was good last year. Brogdon coming in and Gallo coming in. I don't think that's going to change the chemistry at all. Um, what's your take, Bob? Was was the shake my head tweet from Jalen Brown? Was that simply just him saying? Here we go again. My name involved in trade rumors. Is that that's all that was, right? I used to look at it that way. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about losing him. I mean, that, that, yeah, I, I mean, he's got two years. He's too but, stable. I, I he gets and, it. Yeah, and I mean, again, plus, however he feels this moment can change dramatically. Look at how he felt a year ago, and look at how the team felt a year ago, and then how they feel now as far as the organization, the building. Six months I'm ago, sure he's jealous of Jason Tatum. And all the yeah. accolades Jason Tatum gets, even though he went up and, you know, Jalen was clearly the better player at the, on the biggest stage. I'm sure that frustrates him. But again, things can change. If Jalen takes another step forward and becomes a top 10 player in the NBA, then we're talking about 1A and 1B. Right now, to me, still clearly the pecking order is Jason Tatum is one of the top five or 10 players, <clears throat> best players on the planet. Jalen Brown, to me, is still a fringe all-star because of the fact that he still can't dribble in the half court. He still has to work in his decision-making. Um, but he's a hell of a player. And like you said, Gary, he's gotten better every single year. Yeah, Bob, let's talk about what we saw last year in, in the playoffs because I'll throw this at you. <laughs> Did we overrate the Celtics because they made it to the finals when Milwaukee was hurt? when obviously the Nets were in disarray. And could that cloud our judgment on how close they are? I think your point about the Bucks is well taken. I've, I have had this discussion with friends and fans about, about uh, that idea that we have to remember they beat Milwaukee without Middleton. And, and uh, that, that's not a little difference. Thing. That's not a little thing. That's a significant thing. And we'll, we'll never know. Uh, yeah, I mean, we know they were how explosive they were at times in that series, but but uh, um, so yes, I, it, it should have you not being giddy about their chances of repeating. You know, they're they're going to have to work at it. But say yes, I, you, that you have to. There's a yeah, but attached to beating Milwaukee, and that was a fact that Middleton was not there. Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the the whole narrative could have changed. It would have changed. Um, not dramatically, because again, they still flipped it. They flipped the whole season. So no matter what, you were going to feel pretty good about yourself. Even if you lost to Milwaukee yeah. and a team that had Chris Middleton, you weren't going to come away feeling down. Now the expectations are different. Now they're they're a title contender. 
they would not have been a title contender had they lost to Milwaukee with a healthy Chris Middleton. That's that's the difference. Now the expectations are about as high as they could possibly be. Is the addition or of the of the players as Gallo and Brogdon is that enough to handle Milwaukee? Jeff, I'll start with you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, you know, like to me, those are two much needed pieces, right? We need what did, what did Bob and I say all year? You need a shooter. You need another shooter to space the court. Well, now you got a guy who's older and can't guard anybody. But you know what? No matter what, he'd go for seven from three. They still got to pay attention to him out there. They got to respect him because he's done it. He He's the perfect addition for that, the veteran shooter that has proven it. And Malcolm Brogdon is perfect because he's like so different than Marcus Smart in so many ways, right? right? They're both really good defensively. They do it differently. Brogdon, a high IQ player who makes the right decision nine and a half out of 10 times. Um, you know, he, he's, he's not the athlete Marcus Smart is. Um, plays with great pace. Uh, just more of a true point guard, even though he's not a true point guard. Quick break, guys. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started, so go to the website today or use your mobile device and sign up. Use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, Bob. Where does the coach enter into this? And let me present a scenario for you, Harry Doka. <clears throat> All right. He's Coach Durant, correct? I think I have that right. He was an assistant, yep. right? So we know that Doka is the player whisperer because we saw it last year. So what do you think Doka thinks? Because Brad's got to go to Ime and say, look, do you want to make this deal? Of course he does. What, what do you think? Okay, Bob, what I do you know think? I going to think. Well, you might make a good point because he, if he has had a, a relationship to look at a seat. Uh, into Durant, you know, I, I mean, he, he, these other guys are his, his pups, if you will. Um, I don't know what he thinks. That's a very, very good point. It's an excellent point. I think that's I, the X factor. And I think he can. He'll go. And I, yeah, that's a good one. It, it, no, I, I haven't thought about that, but I, I have to say now I'm having to think about that, and uh, uh, I, I, I really don't know because we don't know what he thinks about Durant. We do and, not. And, and I think you know the other part is. You're right, Gary. Brad, being that he was a coach and probably wanted more input, as most coaches do, on personnel decisions, now moving over, he can kind of empathize a little bit with Ime, right? And I'm sure he does go to him a little bit more than a lot of general managers go to their coaches. And Brad's personality is that way anyway, right? His personality is making sure everybody's comfortable, making sure everybody's happy. Probably too much so. But I'll tell you what, I give Brad credit here for having these discussions because this is, it would have been easy for Brad Stevens to not pick up the phone. Yeah, I'm good. Interesting, in theory, in general terms, and, and not just the Boston Celtics in this specific circumstance, but in general terms, our thinking on these matters about the thought of a coach and the thought of a GM is that we think the coach thinks in the short term, saving my butt and my job and the GM can think in the long term yes. long uh, thinking about, you know, the three, two, three, four, five years down the road, as opposed to the coach thinking about, I, I want to keep my job. That's the normal process that we think exists. 
to what extent that exists in this circumstance, we don't know what's going on in there. Yeah. I think everything's changed too, Bob. Again, going back to what I said earlier, like in the old days, you knew you were going to have your team for a while. Now, I, I think most coaches and GMs probably are a little bit more in alignment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, we, we got to win now. You know, we got to other than and owners, Jeff, you know, and owners, you know, owners too. Right. Owner, I mean, these guys have bigger egos than ever. I mean, I just think of like Bomber with the Clippers. I mean, owners don't want to suck. They they don't. No, unless they've been in mediocrity for a while. And yeah, they got a bottom. You out. know, these guys are coming in with big bucks. I mean, Wick's no different. I mean, the great thing about Celtic ownership is they obviously they're in it to win. I mean, sure. we've seen it. It doesn't always work. The Kyrie thing didn't work, but still. Hey, they took a shot. They made a deal everybody thought was a great deal. I mean, they didn't hesitate. Brad, you know. So, do you think Brad would have the cojones to make this trade at the end? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that, that's not an issue. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought it would be. I honestly, when Brad took over as GM, we had some of these conversations. My biggest concern was, is he too nice a guy? No, yeah. It's going to be too hard for him to part ways with a Jalen Brown who he coached from the time when he came into the league, like the relationship part of it, I worried about with Brad Stevens. Now, I really don't. I don't worry about it. No. No. Timmy Welch told me this, former Provident coach in ESPN. When they first hired Brad, he just said to me, he goes, Brad's tougher than people think. You Mm -hmm. know, he just said behind, he goes, Brad is tougher than people think. That's all, you know, and I think he's right. I mean, look, I'd love to have the guy for a neighbor, but I think he's going to do whatever he thinks is best for the team. This is what I think, guys, is I think this is what I would do if anybody cares what I think. And I think this is a smart decision is he goes to Ime and go, Ime, do you want to make this deal? Do you want to make this deal? Because he's the guy that's got to control the Yes, I think if those two are in alignment, in alignment, you want to make the deal. Yes. You got to control the locker room. I'm with you. You got to handle the fact that Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown could be going out of town. How does that make the team feel? Well, you don't want to piss off Ime also if Ime right. is not behind the deal. Don't make it. Make it. Yeah. Don't make it. If yeah, Ime not, if if Ime doesn't want to make this deal, I mean, I don't make it. That's my thing. That's because I'm with you guys. And and to kind of put a put a bow on this discussion. I've been back. Well, at first I was like, oh, my God, you make this deal in a heartbeat. And then I started thinking, you start thinking the wheels start turning, right? You start thinking about how Jalen Brown improved so much and on and on and on. And the chemistry is good right now. And then, but here's where I'm at. If Ime says, make the deal, I make the deal because of this. And this is the tiebreaker for me. Jalen Brown could do it, but he hasn't done it. True. Kevin Durant wants to do it again, and he has done it. That's that's it. That's my tiebreaker, and it's like 51 to 49. <laughs> that's it, you know, because this could bite us in the ass. I mean, just you guys imagine play. Just imagine how much fun, though, it would be to watch Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant play together. Yeah, I mean. I mean they did it in the Olympics, right? But But to me, to have them be with, like, Malcolm Brogdon giving them the ball, um, I don't they they'd be fun to watch. What whether you do the deal or not, I would say this. They're the two most I, I said it last this past year. I tweeted out that Jason Tatum might be the most complete player in the NBA. Kevin Durant's really the most complete player right. in the NBA. He is. I mean, what can he do? He can do everything on both ends of the court. And he's got it, something to prove. I mean, that's just the thing does. to me. He I does. mean, 
I don't know, guys. It's going to be fascinating, and it's going to give us something to watch because you guys know as well as I do, this thing is going to go on for a couple of months, and Nuggets are going to triple. triple. Yeah, because if you're Brad, why are you in any rush? No, like, you're not. You're not competing for the with Nets. anybody else. So you you play the waiting game here until Sean Marks calls you and says, oh, man, like we got nothing else here. We got nothing else. And and the, the key is going to be Kevin Durant here. Does Kevin Durant go back to Sean Marks and say, I am not coming back? If he does that, then if you're Brad Stevens, you might win. Right. If Kevin Durant, after another month or two, says, you know what? I'm going to give this a try uh, with Kyrie again. Me and Kyrie are still boys. And, you know, Ben's in shape. His back's better. And let, let me give it a shot for a few months and see if we can make this work. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. This episode of the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a well-balanced diet and I wanted something to improve my everyday lifestyle. I didn't have the time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, hated taking pills, vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. Wanted to see what the hype was about. All right, I know what you guys are probably guessing. What is this stuff, right? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. An extra dose of energy is always something that can help me get through my day. And what's great about AG1 is that it's lifestyle friendly. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While still tasting good. Support better sleep quality and recovery. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com hoops. Again, that's athleticgreens.com com slash hoops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's athleticgreens.com slash hoops. So, Jeff, I want to give you the floor on this this final. Do you want to ask Bob a question about the greatest player to ever come out of Maine? I do. So I was I was at the Peach Jam, uh, which I go to every year in Augusta. Um, this past, uh, I just got back. And I saw the best player who will ever come out of me. And I feel super con- He's 15 years old, Bob. Yeah. And I'm saying this. Yeah. He will be the best player ever to come out of me. Better than he Dougie is- Roberts from my hometown. Better than Gary Toll. Oh, my Better God. Better than them all. It, it isn't. His name is Cooper Flagg. 
And this kid, he's 6'8", who passes the you-know-what out of the ball. He defends. Uh, he doesn't shoot it great yet, but he can score. He's athletic. He kind of has a little bit of like a combination of – Max Good compared him, the former MCI coach from Maine, compared mm-hmm. him to Detlef Schrempf. Uh, another guy I know compared him to Tom Chambers because he's got that type of athleticism. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. So I ask you, Bob, right? Who is the best player ever to come out of Maine? As any Mainer will tell you, you can only hope he's half as good as Cindy Blodgett. <laughs> that's a good one. That's I did and, not expect that answer. That, that that's well, the Bob's ultimate, right. Bob's and, right. And, about that. and the reason there's two reasons for that answer. One, I wanted to be a wise ass. And two, I honestly have no other candidate, a native Mainer. I I, I, I think of... There's a kid, Andy Bedard, came out of my hometown. He went to BC for a little bit. Coaches Cooper Flag. I saw his son. His son is a rising freshman. Oh, okay. He's from my hometown. Yeah, yeah. Bedard. His grandfather owned Ralph's Market where we bought our meat. Yeah, I remember uh, Andy, and I remember when, when, at the time that he transferred. But I can't give you an answer, so I'm sticking with Cindy Blodgett. Cindy so Blodgett is I, awesome. What is he at MCI? Where is he? Uh, he is um, what high school? He's going down to Montverde Academy. He okay. is at. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you what high school he's at right now. No, that's all right. No, no, I'm going to tell you because you need to know this. <laughs> um, so he's from Newport, Maine. He goes to Nokomis Regional. Oh wow. Man, he's got a, a twin brother, Ace Flag. He's ace. probably more of a like Vermont level player. Yeah. Um. That. So anyway, <laughs> the greatest men's basketball player to come out of Maine, according to one Max Good. Yep. Is Nick Canner Medley, who went to Maryland, who's played overseas for about ten years. Oh wow. I, okay. I, I, I missed couldn't, I couldn't have identified. I remember him, but remember? I didn't know where he was from. Yeah. Not a lot of talent comes out of Maine. Now that AU team with both Flag brothers. And Bedard, and they got a redheaded kid on that team that his name is escaping me right now. They might have three or four Division One players coming out of Maine. Wow! And and they got a kid, another kid from Maine, who a big kid who's being recruited by Duke right now, who's like a, a going to be a, a junior or a senior. So Maine is loaded right now. Oh, Maine! How about that? Mecca. Raise the stein for dear old Maine. All right, guys, it's been great. Uh, I love the main basketball talk. Bob, Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, guys. Thanks, guys.